busted. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I love using that. Um, yeah, the reason why I used it was because I guess we missed uh, a week of a podcast, um, unfortunately. But um, we're awesome powers when um, when Frau's like, I'm late. Kind of. Uh, okay, she's talking about being pregnant. Oh, oh. <laughs> was he like thinking it was something else? Yeah, she's like, like, no, no, we're at, you're actually on time. I'm saying, no, I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like enunciated it ridiculously. And you're like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, she's funny. Um, but anyways, guys, uh, it's been a really crazy few weeks and I don't even, I was talking to my grandma, uh, today and yeah. I was just trying to sum up these past like few weeks. Uh, and I, and I couldn't even like get everything out that I needed to get out. And the conversation was almost an hour. Hey. So it's just like, I can't even, I don't know where to start. Uh, well, yeah, that, that, that. <sighs> happens when you don't talk to somebody and you and you have a, a ton of things that happen in your life and you're just kind of like where do I begin yeah because like I feel like when you talk about something it leads into something else which leads into something else you're like oh yeah I forgot and then everything's kind of all out of order and it's like next thing you know you're in like word vomit and the person's yeah. kind of like wait what are you Probably like I can't really follow lost. you wait what yeah. say again um but uh yeah no um it's interesting um Speaking of like grandmas and older people and thinking in my mind about, I don't know, I don't know, so, something, you know, has been on my mind recently. Uh, and uh, that's uh, my old man Laka, you know, just been thinking about him. And, you know, I don't know if you guys know me personally, but I've had a dog for a while now. Um, his name is Laka. Ten years. For ten years, I got him when he was three, and he has been there for th through everything, every kind of big moment in my life, my adult life. He's been through. He's he's been there with me, and it's really sad because you know he's getting older and he's getting sicker, and he is having dementia and he is blind, and he's losing himself slowly. And although he can't talk, and although we are not the same species, I can feel, I feel like I'm losing him. And that's a very mind-opening experience. And I've never been through that. And You've I don't... have never really been through somebody dying close to you? No. Even like a human or a person? No. Yeah, I think that's... Uh interesting in itself it'll be one of the first thing one of the first like maybe closest people to you that's died because i feel like you it's hard yeah. to classify a pet as a pet by the way in the background once again we have oreo r i believe he's eight months now eight month old boston Terrier. jesus christ he, he was sleeping nice peacefully and um of course we start now and he's um playing with like a furby or something throwing it around so i might have to take it but yeah it's it's crazy i don't know if anybody has is or has gone through losing a pet especially a dog or a cat and how um intense that feels like i don't know it's like oh man i find myself looking at like old pictures of him just really? like dang like 
Well, I feel like you're kind of losing a part of yourself because think of all the things that you've gone through. All right, I got it. We, we should take that part. Yeah. Um, you want to give him that sweet potato treat behind you? Yeah. Here, give me this. We'll be a Good boy. Oh. Yeah. I thought he was going to deny it. Like, oh, yeah, he's too good for it now. He's eating people food before. He's gotten used to it. Oh, well. Um, what I was going to say, though, is I feel like Locke has been there through, like, so much stuff with you. Like, the, the birth of Maya, um, the, the craziness of life, college, high school, like, all, everything. Peru. Breakups. Like, yeah. And I think that it's kind of like a, like it's 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 genuinely a brother. And I think it's interesting because people on the other spectrum who are like, yeah, it's just a pet. It's no big deal. I don't think people understand how. Now I totally understand where like people like don't go to like class or school. It's like, yo, my, my cat died. My dog died. I'm like, what the f- <laughs> stupid? Yeah. Like you just want to get out of school. Literally like looking at me like I literally just shot them in the chest. Like, how dare you? Yeah, you understand. And I'm like, that. oh, whoa, I'm sorry. I did not mean that. But now I'm just like, stupid. Yo, it's stupid. You should have known. But I, I, I think it's like, this isn't just. So this is kind of a long time coming for people who don't know Laka. Um, you know, he was the runt of his family. He's a Boston Terrier. He's small. He is very small in size compared little to special. other ones. A little special. His eyes, you know, kind of cow eyes go both ways. Not really sure what he's looking at, but. Um, about, I want to say two years now, he went and started going blind and he used to be very rambunctious and go after balloons and soccer balls and be obsessed with like that. He was never an outdoor dog, loved to stay inside, not a fan. Although it's, 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 um, it's nice knowing that like there were times where I would go play soccer and, you know, Maya was a small wee baby and, you know, her and her mom would come and they'd bring Laka and it was nice. And, And during the summer and. He would just go, that like lasted like three days because he would go crazy when he saw the ball. <laughs> and you'd like literally hear that shriek because he couldn't get there. But he he saw it. Yeah. And you know, like, it's like, oh my God. And um, he's going crazy. He's obsessed with soccer balls. Yeah. I, and he still is. He still goes crazy. He just mm-hmm. can't find it as easily. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's been kind of sad. That was really hard. And then having to deal with him going to the bathroom and like feeling like upset and angry, but understanding that like he's, he's a dog, he lost his sight. And more recently, well, I want to say about a year ago now, I think the, the, all, I want to keep, it's not Alzheimer's, it's uh, dementia. Yeah. His dementia has um, started acting up. And at first I think it was, it started in the beginning of, of uh us being quarantined i would bring him outside to go to the bathroom in the mornings and he just couldn't find his balance he was kind of like walking in circles and he kind of grew out of that um but then more recently it's been progressing to uh up into it like that okay yeah <laughs> more recently it's been uh him getting worse up in the middle of the night just oh man screaming barking um, I wasn't sure if he was in pain, uh, but come to take him to the vet and they're like, he's not in pain. It's, what are you doing right now? It's dementia. And, um, it's been interesting to watch because you're the only person who he calms down around. Yeah. And it's sad because even as of lately, it's, he's having even more of a harder time. I think it's like he... <laughs> This morning, um, 
I was, he was uh, next to me and he was laying down. He was like, he didn't even want to lay down. He was trying so desperately to stay up. And then he laid down. And while he was laying down, he was very like, his body is very calm, but he, he just kept like, like, like yelping, like, like that literally. And it was, it, I could only describe it like a bad dream, but he wasn't dreaming. And I could only think that he genuinely knew in that moment he was sane and he was, he knew that something was wrong and he was very scared. (laughs) And he couldn't see. And I, I just felt so helpless. And it was just really tough. And sometimes I don't, I try and downplay it, but it's tough losing friend, family member. Shit, man. I don't even know. Yeah, and it's not. I think there's there's no easy way to watch somebody or deal with somebody die, right? But this is kind of a a very long lasting thing, and like I said, it's it's hard because it's like you don't know if this if he's. I think you don't know if he's like struggling. You don't know if he's suffering, um, and hoping that he isn't. Because it only happens, you know, during the uh, during the night. It's kind of like um, sundowning. Yeah. Know? And that's the hard part. Because during the day, he's fine. He he's himself. He he gets up. He gets scared because I think he forgets where he is. Yeah. But other than that, it's hasn't been easy. Yeah, and um, I I don't. I don't know. I don't know um, what we're going to do. I have no idea if. uh, (laughs) Sorry, guys, I I don't want to just act like I'm not talking. We're just trying to figure out some uh, volume issues. Uh, What about that? What's happening is like when I'm talking, sometimes I'm going. See, did you hear that? Yeah, I did. In and out, and I'm not really. You know what I think? It's because your voice is not here. Speak. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Just speak? Yeah. Okay. I'm speaking right now. Just speak more? Um, testing, testing, testing. That's not it. I know, I know, I know. There's know. actually like a button that does this, that picks up. Like it, it automatically turns off for background noise, but I can't figure out which one, which one that is. It's the, uh, it's the compressor. It's the, uh, duck, duck compressor. Go get it for you. Go. I think. No. Um, voice. No. Audio processing. It's yeah. It's the compressor, but everything is on. Um. What is this? I don't. I don't know what that is. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> 
we'll just have to go with it and sorry i'm coming like in and out well that's kind of what i'm hearing in my in mine are you hearing it too no i think because like i'm talking like straight and i'm not even like moving my voice yeah but i don't know um i just it's it's been it's been stressful it's definitely taken a toll you know on on work and um and and writing you know music and progressing in that way um but i try try and get through it definitely know how your coworker felt you know like with with her mom and just the, the all that responsibility that comes with it and how oh, yeah. it really takes you chunk out of your life and i know it's just a dog but i can i can kind of understand in ways that i never thought i could ever now that Locke is kind of going through it yeah. and it is really tough and it's sad you know seeing you know my mom getting choked up and telling her that she's not ready to let him go yeah and because that's like like your mom and Laka have been ride or die for sure Hell as yeah. well. I think um, <laughs> they're they're very close. And Laka, it picks anybody in the world. He picks your mom to go cuddle with on. He literally always and, goes in there. Yeah, he he. I think, and it's interesting because even when when he was oh Oreo, um, when he's blind, you know, he he always found his way back into her room, and always that was does. always so weird to me because I was like, how do you know where you're going? Like. You know, trying to make sure everything's off the ground and um but no he, he loves her so much and he loves you and it's just it's been kind of um interesting i think the other night he uh he woke up and he came out and um it was very crazy because i he was in your arms and i was like just put him down just put him down see what he does you know and he had gotten on his hind legs and it was literally like he was chasing fireflies or that he saw something and he was chasing it around the house and it was just the scariest thing because he doesn't run anymore and he was running after some kind of like entity or ghost or i don't know what it was it was yeah, very he definitely saw something was, yeah it was very weird seeing him turn his head like he saw it like he was looking at something yeah like he's actually fixating on something trying to find it and then when he found it he's just kind of like starts barking at it and then chases it again it's like it was playing um tag with him and so that was that was interesting um i don't know it's you know i'm not not like a giant like into into religion or anything but i do you know believe that there's like spirits and things out there and i don't know what it is he saw but i'm not just gonna sit here and be like oh it was nothing he's just going crazy you know i think i genuinely think he saw something yeah i wonder what he saw it's so weird right it's like there's so many con it's not so many contradictions but it's like so many things that don't make sense it's like there are there are spirits but what is like who are these spirits? Yeah. What are they doing here? Are they even spirits or are they, I don't know. Are they coming to tell us or tell him it's like his time or it kind of, I guess, reminded me of um, that show we are watching. Uh, God, why am I never good at remembering show names? Where that thing comes and reminds that person like you're going to die in three or seven days or whatever at this time. Oh, what is the, that Korean, the Korean show. Um, it's on Netflix. It's new. Like. I don't know. No, it's something demon world, devil, something. Like the the it preludes, Yeah, something like, the dev, the down some something the the It's gonna drive me nuts. I'm gonna try to look it up. Something intense, I forget. Um but that show was crazy. Um I can't wait for season two. That that uh Yeah, it's 
I don't know. I, I wonder what happens, you know, after after you die. Like we're hellbound. Oh, hellbound. Yeah. So pretty much, this like thing kind of comes in. This entity, this like kind of ghost figure, comes in from wherever you're at, and it'll say like, "Hey, like," it'll call you by your name. Um, and I'll say, hey, like, you're going to die in five days at 9.20 p.m. And then for some reason, like, when that day comes, like, there's these giant kind of like rock figures. I don't know. How do you how do you explain them? Yeah, no, exactly kind of how you explained it. Like, just these big monolithic dudes, like, like uh, Clayface from uh, Batman. You know, Batman, his, uh, one of his rogues gallery guys, it's like big clay guy. He's like, bro, I don't know. Anyways, but, um, yeah, like I was just, I was thinking about something. What was I thinking about? What was I thinking about? Oh yeah. I was thinking about that conversation. I don't know why that conversation is really interesting with that, with that guy that we had, that we, uh, met, um, at the, at the get together, um, place. Uh, oh my God. When? He was like, he was like telling me that the importance of remembering names and here i go i don't remember his name oh shoot this, this weekend I have to think. oh no his name was uh the guy who works at msk right no it was somebody else the other guy oh the other one who invited you to the rave yeah <laughs> um i no i didn't i didn't get his name no 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 this see what had happened is they had mixed malibu with tequila and little did we know here we are i didn't realize it did you know that yeah, I'm like, I did. Oh, tequila I did. and pineapple, or I mean, Malibu and t- pineapple juice, my favorite. At this, uh, yeah, at the point I was like, yeah, I just want a drink. Just give me a drink. <laughs> Last week was a rough one. Um, yeah. Um, what was it? Oh man. Anyways, I was talking to him, and so something that I've always been really interested in is like DMT, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like it, it definitely piques my curiosity. I'm terrified of like the idea of it, but. It was nice hearing his uh, stories of his experiences, and he kind of said that you know, DMT was such a eye-opening experience for him, and he said that you know, when he took it, um, you know, you need to have a break out, you need to have a breakthrough uh, moment where you take enough, and it like kind of breaks you into. You can't just take a little bit. You like you'll see something, but like when you really like take, take enough. enough, you'll go somewhere. And he said that um, when he did do that, he did it unintentionally, kind of. It was like an accident. You know, he was actually just trying to go to sleep. And so he, like, took a rip of of what he was smoking on it prior. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, why is the floor just looking, like, farther and farther away? Mm. And he said that, which is what a lot of people say, is that they, they get teleported to this place that is literally filled with color. And you can't really describe what that color is. It's just like color everywhere and it's moving and everything is moving and you're there and you feel like you are a part of it Mm. and it's okay. Everything is okay. You are, you know, in, sorry, Oreo is pretty distracting, involved in, um, in any, I don't, you know, uh, he said that um you know some somebody close to him was uh you know got, um telling him that at the end of a tunnel like telling him that it like it's okay everything is okay you're gonna you're gonna during, you're, during you're gonna experience. be okay yeah and it was like a very like calming entity a figure somebody he knew but um 
You think that's something that Laka saw? No, it's circling compl- back. It, it's or... com- no, no, it's not circling <laughs> back. Just like thinking about like I guess on the topic of like life and death and 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 the afterlife and what comes after death. I mean, yeah, what comes after death and and it's just really interesting to me to um to think about that because he said that he realized that like the vibes and the aura that we give out is something that transcends our human body. And like for instance, like if I'm looking at you and I know that I'm upset, you know that I'm upset, you know, you will you will feel it. And that part of you that feels it is not um it's not your physical self. It's something from an, like another kind of like realm that you're tapping into and that I'm tapping into too. And then when we take that, when we take the, the, the DMT, mm-hmm. it really sets it into overdrive. <gasps> oh my God. So sorry. All right. Well, let's just pause and try to find something for him to do because this is like overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, there's not like even just a Kong. Hold on. Okay. Uh-uh. The life of a puppy. The life of entertaining a puppy. Um. And I, I don't know, Mike. One day, maybe, I'll try it. I'm interested in like uh, microdosing like mushrooms and and seeing that. He said that 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 is actually like the way to do it. Yeah. Like if you want to get there, it's like it's like passing t- courses. Like you can't get to like English three if you haven't done English two and uh-huh. then English comprehensive because it just won't make sense and it'll be too overwhelming for you. Right. And that's why like those like little drugs here like the will get you more in tune. And, but it's only a taste yeah. of the real, like, the realness of it hitting. That's what he says. And that's oh. what, like, you know, other people said, too. It's like, you know, that yeah. you need to take Climbing other things. up the hill first. Yeah, and that's something Slowly. that I... <laughs> yeah, and that's something that is interesting. It, it does interest me. Um, because I definitely want to know who I am even deeper than I know yeah. myself now. It's interesting having these conversations too because I remember as a kid listening to other people. Also, P.S. Like, sorry, um, there's so many dogs in the background. Um, our neighbors, I don't know what they they are like a dog walking service, and it's they're not. Don't don't use them. Don't ever use them. No, Anybody who has dog walking like services here is literally ridiculous. Like, this is so totally side note, but like the amount of times we've called nine one one, the amount of times we've called three one one, like nobody cares. Um, it's just horrible. Like hearing these dogs like scream. We have we can't do anything. Yeah, and I've, it's, like, it's, it's notes, it, it makes recorded, it makes Jesus. it personally like affects you because it's like you're not you don't want to do that you know it's like you're not looking for trouble you're not looking to upset somebody you're not looking to make somebody's day worse but what you are doing is you well what i feel i'm doing is i'm just i'm just trying to stick up for people who can't stick up for themselves and who you know who who desperate cries for help like those to me like like we're talking about mentalities and vibes yeah i don't feel like those are happy 
at those all. are not happy. They're like screams. And it's like, it's hard because it's like, what, what do you do? You know, you're not trying to cause problems. You're not trying to cause confrontation. It's already like a hostile, like th- they're already super hostile. But anyway, sorry, just <laughs> a side note. When you hear like that amount, extreme amount of barking, I don't even know if you can hear it, but I can totally hear it. Yeah. Um, that That's what it is, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, just going back to like microdosing and stuff. It's funny because I remember being a kid and being like, yeah, that's that's some hippie shit. I would never do that. And like, I would never do drugs and I would never smoke and I would never do alcohol, you know, whatever the case is. But it's not, it's really nice. Um, also having friends and stuff that people, you know, friends that actually are open to exploring that, talking about it, not being weird about it because... I, I definitely know some like straight edge people too who are just like oh that is like there there's no such thing there's no other like worldly things aliens don't exist things like that and it's just you know those are interesting to each its own but it is nice to be able to have those conversations like we did over the weekend yeah I, I mean like I don't quite understand that mentality in a way because you know if you're trying to get anything from this world it's i believe it's to know things experience things that you haven't already i guess per se kind of like learning more about yourself i don't yeah. know and if something can it's not like i'm just doing it as a whim not you know like these random berries that i just saw and i just had yeah. no it's like people have done it and they're telling me you know the interesting experiences that they've had and I don't know, I'm, like, low-key at that phase where I'm, like, I think I've heard all that I can hear via, like, somebody telling me somebody telling I need to yeah. experience it. Um, but it is very scary, and I'm very, like, nervous about it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not, like, a hippie full force yet, you know? So I don't, I'm, like, uh, I don't know the yeah. taboo of it. Like, yeah. it's, like, uh, um, I'm just scared, like, you know, your, your, your mind I just think you have to, like, for me personally, I think I just need to get into, like, a better place to be able to even start something. Um, I just think, like, I don't know. Like, I think this week actually kind of really scared me. Um, on So, a really quick recap. Of a few months ago, I was in the hospital for a kidney infection. Went to the emergency room um, after going to urgent care. And I was there for maybe like three days, three or four days. Yeah. And um, anyways, came back. Everything was fine. But this week on Monday, I had like a yearly annual and I had like all my levels tested, told them about the kidney thing. And they're like, oh, we're going to test your kidneys and make sure everything's working, blah, blah, blah. Um, took all these tests. And so uh, it was weird because like on Monday, starting around like five o'clock, I started feeling really sick. Um, my kidneys, like my back where my kidneys hurt the exact same spot started happening, like flaring up again. I was like, shit, I'm going to have to go to the emergency room actually. And I kept getting tests back from the doctor's appointment and it's like, everything looked normal. Everything looked normal. And then come Tuesday, I started getting a little bit better, a little bit better. And I'm just kind of like, was scared. Like, is this, what did I, what was I so stressed coming from the weekend, coming from last week that I genuinely made my entire body believe that I had like a serious infection again? Like, it's just, it's kind of scary what stress can do. And I think that I'm just like, my head is just in so many other places right now. And you know, it's scary too, um, that I, I was meaning to talk to you about this actually, is that, um, as scary as it being as health detrimental as it can be, it's very, very toxic. It will ooze onto other people as well, and it will create a 
environment of stress. Yeah. And I'm just like trying to be like very aware of that um, because <laughs> I do know it's like, you know, when you're, when you're like, when you are in a relationship with somebody, any kind of relationship, you will mold with each other. And whether or not you mold the good parts of yourself and the bad parts, it will be molded. Mm -hmm. And so I think me really trying to just try and be a team player and have it not be about me when, it, you know, obviously I'm not perfect and I nowhere near where I want to be either. Uh, it's something that I really want to try and do. Like all my faults, I, I, I'm like, damn, like how much is this rubbing off on like, I don't know, like you or like other people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what can I do to limit them within myself so yeah. it will project that and limit them from you even catching them? It's like yeah. disease, low-key. It <laughs> is. And it's like, it's hard because I don't even know, like, I just think so many things are up in the air and, like, all I want is some kind of, like, normalcy of, like, some kind of structure. But I think, like, the past few months, it's just been getting so overwhelming that I just, there's literally no structure and anything that we're doing on a weekly basis right now like that's why we couldn't even do last week last week on wednesday we're like oh that's all right we'll do thursday but then something giant came up last thursday and then something giant came up on friday and we're over here just literally trying to put out all of these fires and it, it's hard because half the stuff we can't even like talk about um on here and uh so yeah it's just um it's just a process and i think that i just hope that with this new year coming up uh, a lot of things are kind of like figured out and we'll have a little bit more structure and we'll be able to handle things a little bit differently it's hard I think when for me when it's like an example was what like two days ago when I'm sitting here and I'm dealing with my adopted family not adopted family my birth family they're going through like this giant crisis right now and then you're coming in and you're telling me about what happened with the car parking the car and Oreo sitting there crying and I have work like right in front of me that I'm trying to do and I'm just like then I have somebody on my um, phone it's just like it, it it's very hard it's very overwhelming and I'm just kind of like how do I manage and structure all of this stress and like how do I like divvy it out and like give it to and like help people and certain times and not get stressed on others and I think that's like the hardest part yeah and and sometimes I think about those moments and I think well the reality and the very cold hard truth is is that the more you get to where you want to be in life the more stress will come with that and that's why you see burnouts of people who get to where they want to be very early on in life and they have no structure and it just it's like it's like all great until it literally everything adds up so it'll crash and burn yeah and you see that like with britney spears you see that with like a lot of child celebrities and stuff like the it just it gets too much like what gets too much well obviously i'm sure logically speaking if you think about it the premieres, the interviews, the, you touring. know, touring, you know, all of that stuff, the, you know, not drinking, drinking, you know, mm -hmm. getting up early, you know, all that stuff, like trying is, to maintain a life yeah. within it. And I think that's like the, that's, that's thing. what really, and so like, I think about that when I'm in these, like, and I try to at least, and I'm doing it more and more. And as I say this, it will only reiterate that in my mind to just kind of be like, this is it. Like, like this is the moments that, you know, you have to walk right into and just take a deep dive and say like, how can like, let's just start with one thing, like yeah. boom. Or, but it's it. like, I think that's like, that's easy for me is to start with one thing, but it's hard when you have like 
multiple people asking for multiple things at once and and everybody needs it right now and when you came in you were talking about like the car and all this stuff you're like well they're not important right now this is what's important and I'm just kind of like how in my head I don't I can't it's hard for me to decipher like when you're talking people yeah maybe like the dog isn't as important right but like it's hard to decipher like my my birth family going through all of this stuff and then you're talking to me about a car and then that being more important and so it's just like it's hard because like I get it that's not your family um and and although it is my family I'm having to <laughs> deal with like things that are, that are out of my control as well um and it's just like structuring people I guess it's like the hierarchy of that is is hard in itself yeah and also just getting an opinion from somebody else that counteracts yours um yeah for instance it's kind of like i don't know what it was necessarily but i do know it's about the car and the car is something that's like right now right here and like yeah and that's why you're like that's important and i didn't say that your family is important i apologize about that i just meant to say that like you trying to convince somebody of something is a little bit more time consuming and will take a little bit more time than in that very moment right now. Yeah. I'm just, I just need to know these few questions and I need to just bounce this off you real quick yeah. to make an accurate decision to kind of like just go and do it. Yeah. And I didn't mean like, you know, I, no, it, I, I know you didn't mean that in like, in, in that way. It's just kind of like, to me, I, it's like prioritizing what I need to handle. And it feels like, it's, it's just stress. I just can't even, like, think about it right now because of the amount of, like, pressure I feel in, like, all of these different ways. I just feel, I feel like I can't win half the time because, like, I get stressed out with them and then, and then you come in or then Oreo does this or then, like, I can't, it's, it's just so overwhelming right now. I can't even, like, even think and sit straight. And to be honest, it's been frustrating because I have a time card for my job right now and haven't been able to work more than an hour straight like something keeps coming up and it's it's so fucking frustrating because I just want to like maintain my job and I can't even focus on that and I think that's the most overwhelming thing for me is I just literally want to sit down for three fucking hours and work but I can't because it's like something comes up and I just like am to a point where I'm genuinely very like this close to just renting out a space somewhere else to just stay the fuck away from everybody during the day because I have to focus to keep this job like and I think that's the, the most like stressful thing for me because I really like I love this job. It's, it's very like nice and I'm like very blessed that I'm able to be able to work for like an hour and then go for five hours to some, do something else and come back to work. But um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot right now. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you, you have to do, you know, you, you feel best to do, um, you know, uh, for, for me, I try very hard to, I want to be understood and I also want to reciprocate that under reciprocate the feeling of somebody understanding me at the same time. And I was actually talking to my mom about this earlier, which I was telling her she, she gets very like narrow minded and not narrow minded, like tunnel vision. She doesn't see the bigger picture sometimes and she doesn't see the correlations between other things that are affected. Um, 
because she only sees her way. She only sees what, what, um, and how it affects her as well. And all I was trying to say, I was just trying to convince her, like not convince her, sorry. I was just trying to show her too. It's just, it's, and it kind of goes on the longs, the line that I was talking to this dude about, which is kind of like trying to understand somebody else's point of view. And the more you understand their point of view, the less you will be upset and the less you will be frustrated. And I guess ever since he said that to me, I'm kind of like seeing that more and more where it's kind of like, you know, I'm truly trying to hear, hear you out for, for your feelings and not trying really hard not to get upset at the way or how you, somebody, how somebody is coming at me and understanding why. Like, why are they doing that, you know, or like, and trying to hear that out more um, so I can better help them. And maybe I can, me, through me understanding, they will feel more understood and therefore de-escalating a situation. Um, and that's kind of like, I don't know, I'm, it's just one of those thought processes that I'm trying to adopt in my, my head because I, I don't. I don't want to be a problem to people and I don't want to be, um, un- it's, it's like, it's like interesting. Cause it's like, you can understand somebody, but I don't know. I think maybe I'm just like a pussy and like a pushover because I feel like, so here's like a big thing that that's happening. Um, make a long story short. Um, my birth dad fell he does construction, um, and he was in Peru, and he fell, and he broke his arm. Went to three different doctors. They are all saying different things. Um, uh, a lot of this doesn't matter, so I'm just trying to, like, skim over it. Um, he's not going to be able to work, um, and he's the only person who brings in money. And so I'm sitting there with my sister the past few days going over bills. Who pays what? Um, exact bills. Numbers trying to crunch numbers, trying to see how much I need to help. Um, and this is kind of off topic, but I already pay my brother monthly um, only because, and, and none of my siblings know this. No, Nobody knows this and shit, maybe they're listening and they find out, I don't know. But I'll just be honest and say that the only reason I pay him is because I feel like genuinely he's the only one who will get out and everybody else is stuck in their, in their, uh, in their traditional ways, old ways. They don't really want to get out. Um, they're very negative to an extent and I just genuinely feel like he's the only one who can get out of the house can get out of like the lifestyle and and start a new tradition start a new family start a new just a new way of living um but going back to this uh sitting there trying to figure this out with my sister trying to bring up ideas on how my mom can figure out you know what she's doing and and making a little bit more money and I'm just getting like bashed over the head with like no this won't work because of this and this won't work because of that and like I'm kind of like getting glimpses of like me and you because that's how I feel like I am at times like I'm just super negative I'm like before you can even finish your sentence I'm like no it's not gonna work because of this um and you're over here like trying to like keep keep me afloat and um I think it's like so I'm trying to deal with that and it's interesting because like you don't you're not as close with your birth family so I think if something like this were to happen to your birth family you'd be like well like that tough shit like I don't know what to tell you I don't know mate I could be wrong 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah, I think a lot of it is because I am trying to consolidate the people who I care about and I don't care. It's just, all I think about is at what cost is this affecting me? Yeah. And what is the return value that I get for the people who are, I'm being affected by? If I reach out open, like for instance, like my friend Ronnie, Mm -hmm. he, you know, he called me a few times because he wanted to hang out and then he decided I'm not going to call you anymore because I understand you're dealing with life. And I just went to find another friend who would help me and be with me during the times that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, not great, man. Like, Mm -hmm. like, like, like with no sarcasm. I know this sounds kind of sarcastic, but I'm just like, like, that's awesome. Like, I feel kind of bad. But I understand because you weren't, I wasn't there for you. Yeah. And that's okay because you're telling me that like, it's all good. Like now that everything's said and done, you know, like I, I, at least he's like, at least I didn't like tell him I was going to hang out and him coming all the way downtown only for me to say I left bro. Cause one of his friends did that. Yeah. That should piss him off. And I'm like, I would never do that. So it's like, you know, I did what I could. And sometimes you can't always be there for friends, but I think true friends would understand and true people who would understand you'd be like, look, no worries. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. But then there's another side of that too. So Mm. it's easy. I think for you a little bit more, maybe because you're, um, not as connected to your birth family, but it's interesting because I, then I called my adopted dad today who lives in Minnesota to kind of discuss this with him and kind of already knowing a little bit what he might say, but still like trying to have some like some connection like talk to me about it it was really nice because like we talked for about 40 minutes about this and um it's funny because I think as he gets older he just becomes like maybe more compassionate and understanding and loving just kind of like my grandma did before she died she's like like god rest her soul I love my grandma but she's a little bit negative sometimes and um you know towards the end I would tell her a situation she'd be like you know Megan that's that it's all right you know that person was a b and c and it's just because they're a b and c and i'd be like who is this like who am i talking to and um that's kind of how i felt with my dad today but he's very different um he's different to you different than you in the sense of like he's like Megan, it doesn't really matter what you think if you think your parents are alcoholics or not or you don't know where the money is going what matters that you can help and that he's like that's all i've been striving to do my entire life is and like he's like getting choked up and he's like that I'm just blessed that they were able to you know give you to us and so I feel like I've been just anytime I have any kind of spare money I give it to them and I don't know what they're doing with it but like that is my family too and that is your family no matter what till the day you die that is your blood running their blood is running through your veins and so you need to do what you can and so it's like a a a double-edged sword you know and and I totally understand that like figuring out like who you should you know have in your circle and and make sure it's like reciprocates right both like the love is felt both ways the energy is felt both ways and then you have family and I do understand the other side of like family and not really wanting to I have family who has like the same last name obviously we're not blood because I'm adopted but like I don't talk to them because of you know a certain amount of reasons and it doesn't matter um and so I understand that part too. And that's the part it's being understanding all around and, and feeling just like just straight up guilty. And that's why I feel like sometimes I'm just like a pussy. But like because I can't just put my foot down and be like, hey, I'm not going to give you this amount of money because I genuinely think you're lying or, or whatever the case is. I just I try to help in every way I can. 
and it sucks because sometimes I do get burned and then it sucks because when I do get burned I come to you and I vent to you and then you get like upset because you're like ah, you shouldn't have done this again kind of, I mean you've actually never said that but I can tell you're kind of like you know fuck you know now this now this like energy of you helping them you know isn't the best energy and now it's kind of coming to me and now it's coming to us and now it's coming to whatever else we touch and it's like it's so hard to like to manage this you know yeah no it makes complete sense and you know i really respect your your dad for feeling that way because i i'm like super loyal person like i i love the idea of being with family and something i always want to create you know that idea that like perfect kind you know family that kind of like you know looks out for each other and like believes in each other and is kind of like doesn't really hold secrets to a certain degree you know yeah um but it's connected Mm -hmm. and i know there are families out there like that and if there's at least one family out there like that why can't i have one too yeah that's my philosophy and you know not everything's in my control obviously you know maya has a different life she spends half her life somewhere where i cannot control that and it it's hard it's really hard and i talk about you know responsibility of somebody else who you feel obligated to based on somebody who is close to you Mm -hmm. it's fucking it's sorry it's freaking hard you know i guess for what what the hell do i know but this is how i feel I feel it's the responsibility of my job, my newly job, like the, the job that I was blessed with to do what I think is best as a responsible, a responsible caretaker and provider. So that is within a realm of itself, completely different. Yeah. Not completely different, but like just in a different setting. No, it is. And it's so, different. so like that, that caringness is, is reserved for like there. Like, um, so I guess for like other things, uh, like the only, my, my, the only thing I could say to, to you is just, just be, I'll say is don't forget. Don't forget all the times that you will and you do try and help and see where all that effort goes yeah and then maybe you can see after some period of time yeah what that return value is point blank but i think that's without without wait wait, wait, wait. okay (laughs) (laughs) without your um without your feelings attached to it for a second and just see yeah you know all this effort, all this money, all this stress of me trying to convince them of something that they were trying to tiptoe around, but I'm trying to like help them mm-hmm. and see. Um, like I, I don't have an answer. I'm not like trying to dish out like this yeah. is what like low key that sub- yeah. subconsciously this is what I think you should do. But I'm just like because I don't know. I'm just like saying like you know if it's if it one's like teetering, then it's kind of like okay maybe I might need to take a step back a, b- a little bit, not not completely abandon shit, but just yeah. take a step back a little bit, kind of assess how I'm feeling, how how I feel about the situation, how I feel my family members took my advice, took my things, took what I said and yeah. what happened. And I think that, you know, 
and see see what you can do of that because I feel like you and me too we can both agree that it's a constantly changing thing yeah for good and for bad yeah and so I think always monitoring it and keeping an assessment of it because the last thing you'd want to do is is give too much and not receive um not like anything in return but it's like your um I don't know how I to know say it. I know and that's where it, it's that's where it gets tricky because like my dad said even if your parents every single dime that you send is going to alcohol it doesn't matter what matters is that you help and and like as fucked up as that i know as fucked up as that is and it seems it's like i feel like i'm so stuck that i can't i'm not able to go down there as much as i want i'm not able to help as much as i want um in any kind of way monetary or not and i'm never looking for anything back um and i think that's like the hard part uh, yes like the amount of energy and the amount of time and and i totally see what you're saying but it's hard to to since i met them it's kind of i just feel like it's kind of left and right there's always something going on and i get it that's what families are that's not nothing's ever perfect so you know if our family me and you like right now are going through some shit it's like and you know having having an adoptive family in minnesota and they're going through their shit and and your mom going through hers and and then i have another family on the side going through theirs it's not anything easy i think to be honest it's not like i totally agree with what you're saying but i think it's more me focusing on how i can not take it as personal when they don't do what i want them to do um that's kind of like what I was hinting at because yeah. the the backbone of that is me understanding and me assuming that you know kind of you are you are you mm-hmm. you know you are caring and with under that microscope of caring you have to assess things a little differently than somebody who might be like me who who is a little bit more like I guess cut cutthroat not cutthroat but just I try and know I try to know my limits and with that said though it does potentially affect uh, how close I can get with somebody based on my limits um, for good and for bad. But I respect you and I respect how caring you are. And it, and it, it pains me sometimes to see that because it's, so, you know, it's the worst seeing somebody give so much and not feel as though... meant the same to them or it, it, it didn't even know what I mean yeah I guess I just like started crying because um it's like you know I, I think a lot about what you say when you say you know you, you don't you, like technically and it doesn't really make sense i mean obviously like affirmations you know you can tell yourself what you are but usually the people around you the closest people around you will tell you who you are and how you are and sometimes it's not easy to hear but it's just like within the past month you know the, the like five closest people to me have used that word they're just caring and when you said like you're caring i just started like bawling because i feel like i can never do enough (laughs) 
and it, it does it makes me feel good but it makes me feel sad when somebody says I'm caring and everybody keeps saying like you're caring but it just it's like a an overwhelming feeling feeling like everybody sees that you're caring and you're doing your best to care but it just every every like Every chance you get, you put so much energy into something and I'm never expecting to get something back. You know, whether it's like I give somebody like $100 for something because I'm just scared and I just want them to be okay and like I don't know what they're going to do with it. But I just want you to get through whatever you're getting through. Or it's it's me just stopping everything and helping you or t- helping somebody, um, talking somebody through something, whatever it is. It's not get it's not, I'm not worried about getting something back, but I just worry that I can't give enough, and I think that's just, like, maybe my biggest downfall, just feeling like it's not, it's not enough, and, yeah. No, I, I hear that. It's a pickle. And I don't I feel I guess I don't know. I don't really know how I like when I when you're saying that to me, I taking a deep dive in myself and I'm trying to trying to scale myself. On like how how caring I am, <laughs> like based on. That. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to just laugh. That. Just. And I'm just like, dang, like I don't like what. Who am I? Like who? Where? How do I fit into that? You know, like. Why is it that I feel differently than you? But I do feel as though I care. Maybe just like you too. I don't, but I don't feel like I do though. Like I don't know. I think you know when to turn it off. I think that when um, a, an example is like, you know, one of your friends like a few summers ago um, kind of fucked us over and you confronted the person and then were able to turn it off. You didn't really care about what happened after that. And um, you pick the people you truly want to care about and you're able to, like I said, turn things on and off. And for me, like... I don't know. I guess I'm a sucker because I still care about people who aren't even in my life anymore. And I it's not like I'm going out of my way to talk to them, to be with them, to give them anything. But for some reason I just still have like like care, you know? And I maybe haven't even talked to somebody in like 20 years. But I don't know why I still care. It's like the most frustrating thing to have to worry or think about something that you don't even aren't even a part of anymore and I guess that's the difference is like you you do care you have like a really big heart but you also know how to kind of turn it off I feel like maybe I'm wrong that's how I feel no I no you're kind of right I guess I just went through it you know of wanting to have so many friends around that you didn't really know who was there because I wanted to be there, who was there because you were keeping it alive. 
And I came to the moment too where I kind of like let go. And I think, you know, my friend you're talking about was the, the, the final straw. And that was the final thing of me, like kind of free falling and letting that go. And it was really hard for me to do. I was thought a lot about it for a variety of different reasons. Um, but then I feel nice because the people who want to be in my life, I want to be in their life too. Mm-hmm. Like Ronnie and like Frankie, mm-hmm. really cool guys, like really cool guys. And I've, my only regret was being stupid enough, like not to like hang out with them more. Mm-hmm. I really like hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. They're really cool dudes. I loved that Frankie wanted me to stay. Yeah. Wanted me to play. And I would give nothing more than just crash at his place and play all for Greek at night. Yeah. Um, I was but, like this know. close to like finding a spot on the couch, but there was not. And I, was I like, know. Yo, you, you and play, like you guys my, play video games, just chill. Do but we're talking do. about like hierarchy and. I know. My, and my, my, my daughter, you know, she comes first. Mm-hmm. And I need to be there for her. Yeah. And as much as, you know, and, and I, I know that Frankie would understand that. Yeah. And I know that All of them Ronnie did. would That's did. And thing. yeah. And now, oh man, the best I'm so sorry, dude. I forgot your name. Fuck. That's not good. I'm like <laughs> really like phone. Cause you, I know you guys saved numbers and stuff and text yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's the coolest thing about friends is like them still, you know, being able to pick up, um, and, uh, be very understanding of like the things that you're going through. Jeez, it's already nine. It's not. It's not Mike. No. Wait, was it? No, that was the other guy, that the MSK guy. Oh, really? I thought his name was something else. So this was, this was last. Um, this is the fourth, Sam. So December fourth. I don't think I. You didn't maybe text him. You probably just exchanged him. numbers. Yeah. <laughs> But I was talking with him on, uh, on Instagram. Oh. I can't believe it's, um, December's already here. I know. <laughs> You're like, I must know your name. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I'm just... It's okay. It's so funny. I got an email from the U.S. Department of Education. Megan, prepare for your payments. Omar! Omar. (laughs) I need a tissue. Can you give me a tissue, please? Even though it's under all of that stuff. Oh, be careful. I don't want that to fall. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Shit. Shoot. I think all Omars are pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, our car. I'm pretty hungry. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty hungry again, too. So. Maybe it's it a good segue. Point yeah, to. I mean, <laughs> it, was a, it was an interesting talk and <laughs> got out some, some much needed tears. And um, just hope that tomorrow and the rest of the week and you know be able to recharge and get back the mentality like i was telling my mas it's all about mentality and and your objective in whatever it is that you do and 
I think Maya was the biggest teacher of that for me. Yeah. You know, it's just always look for the brighter tomorrow, even as down and gloomy and as complicated and toxic, anxiety-ridden filth. You still look up and you still keep fighting and you still believe that everything you want to do is right there. It's right there and it hasn't gone anywhere. And if anything, you're just that much more closer. Like low-key, like from football, you, you handle your business. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you put a smile on, you give the people that are give back to you, you give back to them twice as hard and you love them. And you keep on fighting for the future that you want. And it's there. You have one life. You know, I'm the one thing I'm taking, bringing it full circle. The one thing that I am really learning from Laka as he's getting older is that, you know, you can't, you can't take this for granted. And if you got one shot, just freaking go balls to the wall. Like, and just like live it up with your friends, work hard, give back, and enjoy your life. It's not going to be easy. Not going to be easy, but you, you, you stay positive. That's the silver lining. You know, that positive mentality that, that what's it called? Like in football where like they make a bad play, but it's like, you got to forget it. Next play. Not, you gotta, yeah. You get next play. You got to go. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go. Yep. Because you get stuck on that one play and then it ruins your entire game. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to work on. Yeah. I have like a few things I need to. I, I need to work on but <sighs> and know that I'm there too like even if the mood is like gloomy or intense you can always take a time out with me take a cut like time yo, out. <laughs> like time hold on a sec uh, yeah. can I just like talk to you, for a you know like and know that and trust me you know within time that I, I will always precipitate per- you know hear you out yeah. and because that's my goal is to have people have to be have to people that that know me know that sam understands sam is there sam will hear you out and sam's a, a listener good listener mm-hmm. and you know that's just know know that um in your in your times of struggle of that, despair um, yeah that uh <laughs> I'm like, what's good? Life's good. <laughs> Let's <know>. talk. <laughs> like, oh God, what what's happening? Like, oh my God, everything's falling apart. I come in like very happy. You're like, yo. I'm like, you're you're. <laughs> 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 Can I help you? <laughs> or you just like it's, it's like some of those days. Like you come in, and my face is just like completely like down. And you just like start massaging my shoulders. I'm like, <sighs> but I think you're right. Um, that's the one thing to think about. Is like, there's nothing. You can't go backwards. You can't go forwards in the moment. And like, you know what? The one thing I want to say before we wrap up is like the most annoying thing I'm annoyed with myself right now is I'm like, let's just get through this week. Let's just get through this week and it'll be fine. It's never fine. It's never fucking fine. But what I want to just understand is that let's get through this first three minutes and, and let's just like battle this out. Let's like just keep working through. Let's, let's have not... dinner. Like, let's just like enjoy that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And like for that time. And, and, and I think the one thing, too, that is, like, the most interesting thing with me as well that could help you mm-hmm. is that I'm very, like, I'm very, like, um elastic. Yeah. So if I'm fighting with somebody and I say, like, fuck you and I'm not going to talk to you and they come and say, like, look, like, I I want to, I'm sorry or, like, or can we yeah. talk? I'll be like, let's talk, man. The coolest thing I think let's about talk. you, though, is, like, and um, maybe we can talk about this next week, but um, is, like, when we kind of get into it and we're just kind of, like, 
you know, like raise our voices a little bit. And then like you leave, you go do your thing and I'm chilling, doing my thing. Then like, I can't really focus on doing anything. So I'm like, damn, I just want to like say sorry to Sam. Cause like I had a ridiculous amount of attitude and just want to go say sorry. And then I come in and like, I'm really trying to keep a straight face. Cause I want you to know how serious I am about like saying sorry. But the second I look at you, you give me the cheesiest smile and like then I can't stop smiling and then like you just stand up and then I just go give you a hug and then it's better you know that's the kind of shit I like yeah and it's all uphill you know where it's all it's, it literally like I, I think that's I think um I think we know how to how to heal and I think we know how to literally it's so cliche but like grab life by the balls like, <laughs> legit you know mm-hmm. take command take charge start controlling you know and understand like you said what you can't control or not controlling start not, control. not controlling things i think is more the problem i guess sorry that controlling the uncontrollable things like being like i can't like i understand this is out of my control but mm-hmm. i can control how i approach it like yeah. i control what i can do right Anyways, sorry that dried on a little bit. It's time to but eat. Yes, it is. I'm starving, and I appreciate everybody who made it this far. Hope you enjoyed our talk. Um, hope you have a good night or good morning if you're listening to this. Hope you have a great day. And uh, like always, you know, I'm Sam, and uh, I'm Megan. And until Sweet. next time, until next week, we'll definitely be keeping next this Wednesday. consistent. Mm-hmm. We'll be there in square, so get your uh, listening caps ready, and we'll uh, explore another conversation. I hope you guys enjoy that, too. So with that being said, have a great night, and we'll uh, catch you on the flip side. See ya. Peace.